0: The lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your mower off what's going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast thank you so much for checking out the state of the saints podcast where we talk new orleans saints and i'm here to talk about the saints week three victory over the new england patriots by a score of 28 to 13 uh the saints go to foxborough massachusetts and get the victory in a very tough place to play uh, there were a lot of unanswered questions or a lot of questions to be answered uh, in regards to how the Saints will perform in this game, especially coming off in an embarrassing loss last week at the hands of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, but the Saints bounced back and they played much better. Uh, there were only two penalties in this game for the New Orleans Saints. They played extremely disciplined uh, when it when it comes to uh, guarding wide receivers, stopping the run, and also putting pressure on rookie quarterback Mac Jones. Uh, the offense of the New Orleans Saints did uh, what they had to do, you know. What I'm saying in order for them to sustain the lead, and it includes like you know taking a lot of time off the clock, uh, you know, making sure that they extend drives. So, congratulations to the Saints as a whole. Um, they played good on, you know, office defense and special teams at points, and that's what you actually need, and that is the recipe uh, for a successful football team. Look, man, let me go ahead and address the elephant in the room because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people watching this live stream or watching this recording if you're not watching it live and you're catching it you know, at another time. There's a lot of people that's not satisfied with the Saints' victory. Um, a lot of people are talking about the offense, how stagnant and how it leaves a lot to be desired. I just think that when people start like looking at the offense and what the offense can actually do, you know, I just think that we're spoiled as Saints fans. Uh, for 15 years this this new orleans saints team gave us a high-powered offense it gave us an offense that can put up a bunch of points and it gave us huge plays down the field where we can dance this out our living rooms and do the benson book I, i find it ironic and i find it funny at times that people are criticizing this offense and they're praising the defense and if you've been watching the new orleans saints for the last 15 years you know that this defense has been god awful and how ironic is it that the defense is leading the team now and because the offense is struggling. Now think about all of the times that the offense had to lead this team because the defense was struggling. You would never hear me complaining about the defense leading the team because guess what? The defense has been one of the biggest issues why the Saints cannot get over the hump in, 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 in big-time games. And now we have a defense that we can actually count on, a defense that can travel, a defense that can stop, And, you know, saying can stop offenses and we don't have to be concerned about down the field throws. And if those plays are going to be huge throws that, you know, I I like the fact that I can rely on the defense and a lot of people complain about the offense and talking about putting up points. I just feel like that's because we have a lot of traditionalists in a who that nation. We like the same thing that we see constantly. We want to see 40 point games because we watch teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put up points. We watch teams like the Kansas City Chiefs put up points and we see like some of these other uh teams put up points and we want to do the same thing. I am not gonna complain that the Saints are being led by the defense because I say it's about damn time. That's right, who that nation is about damn time that the Saints are led by defense because for years we have been led by offense and we have, to have we have had to hope, pray, and wish that Drew Brees has a last possession where he can drive the ball downfield for a field goal or a touchdown. So the fact of the matter is everybody complaining about this team, talking about the offense and talking about, man, we need offense. We need offense. The defense carrying the team. You should be happy about that. You should be happy about that because, first off, you know what Sean Payton can do as an offensive play caller. You know what Sean Payton can do. He can put these guys in positions to succeed. We know that Michael Thomas is going to come back. He's the number one receiver. We know that the Saints are going to continue to get healthy, and these guys are going to continue to get chemistry. Once Michael Thomas comes back and he demands that double team, it's going to open up opportunities for guys like Deontay Harris, for guys like Callaway. The reason why the offense is struggling is because there's no number one receiver. That's that's, It's just as simple as that. We are wishing and hoping and praying and all that kind of stuff that these guys are going to eventually catch 10 catches for 120 yards. 130 yards 140 yards it is not going to happen who that nation the Saints offense is not going to get to that high level until we get people like that's when we're going to start seeing that type of stuff so for everybody that's out here hoping and wishing that this defense just throws the ball down the field and Jameis Winston connects on a 70-yard bomb, and he throws for 400 yards a game. Man, miss me with all that. Look, the Saints are winning. That's all I care about. I don't care about how it looks. I don't care how sexy it looks. I don't care about any of those things. What I care about is the Saints winning and not beating themselves like they did last week versus the Carolina Panthers. If you're looking for 40-point games, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Drew Brees isn't coming through that door. What we have right now is a quarterback that is trying to figure out a brand new system. And John Payton at this particular stage is trying to give him baby steps. Okay, you can talk about his arm talent. You can talk about his arm strength. You can talk about all the things that Jameis Winston possess. Eventually, we will probably get to that point once he gets familiar with the offense. But as of right now, I will take 21 passes per game. I will take Alvin Kamara running the ball 20-plus times a game. I would love to see the New Orleans Saints running the football. This is something that we have not been seeing for years. How many times since we've been doing the State of the Saints podcast have we had open lines and people came in? Man, I wish the Saints run the football. I wish the Saints run the football. Why defense can't stop nobody? Every time they throw the ball down the field, the, the defense always giving up big plays, pass interference, or they always getting beat deep my oh my oh my oh my when we finally get what we want we're still complaining because we're not the team that we used to be new flash through that nation we are not going to be the team we used to be because the greatest new orleans saint who ever played in the black and gold is no longer the quarterback drew Brees is now on nbc as of right now as i speak okay he's not coming through that door he is not going to put on a black and gold anymore he is content we're being retired so as soon as we realize that the better it happens who that nation when when you have a great quarterback a great running back a great wide receiver when those guys decide to step down teams have to find other ways to win and i have to tell you who that nation it makes me extremely proud as a member of the who that nation and as a saint fan and being a Saints fan for the last 35 years of my life to know that the saint's defense we can count on them in crucial situations. How many times have we seen plays where we've seen teams drive down the field, drive down the field on the same uh, defense to score points? How happy do you have to be to know that teams can drive down the field and you have yourself a late game interception by Mar- uh, Marshawn Lattimore or a late interception by Malcolm Jenkins or a late interception by Marcus Williams? How many times have we been wanting this? How many times have we opened up the phone lines after games where it seems like the Saints are lose these games because they don't have the final possession? The Saints finally got a defense who that nation deal with it. The Saints having struggles on offense because they don't have all their pieces in place and they have a brand new quarterback. Deal with it. It is what it is. Okay, it is not going to change until we actually get our number one receiver, our number two receiver, and and you know and. And Traquan Smith back and you move some pieces around. That is how the Saints are going to be able to be effective offensively. Until that day comes, I'm content with them playing ball control. I'm content with the fact that Sean Payton is telling Jameis Winston to put the ball down and be careful with the football. I'm cool with that. Okay. As long as the Saints defense plays the way it does and the offense doesn't beat itself. Guess what? Two things are going to happen: the Saints are going to win football games or they're going to be there to the end so they have an opportunity to win football games. Sorry, that Nation. Sorry that we ain't putting up 40 points. Sorry that it's a little bit vanilla. Sorry that it's not as exciting as it once was in New Orleans. But there's nothing more exciting to me than a win, and the Saints won today. So I picked the Saints to lose this game, if you've seen the prediction. But I am extremely happy that I was wrong. Okay, I was ex- I'm was. i extremely happy that I'm wrong. I don't care about being wrong. If it comes down to me picking against the Saints and being wrong, guess what? I will eat that crow. I will say that I was wrong, and I will keep it moving. This right here is what we need, which is a dub. To stay right there with the Carolina Panthers, who are undefeated right now, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who got their first loss today versus the Rams. We're 2-1, Tampa's 2-1, Carolina's 3-0. So the way I look at it, we're still in there, okay? And as long as the Saints defense plays the way it does, they're only going to get healthier, they're going to get guys back, and they're going to be more, uh, more physically imposing and borderline elite. So I'm happy with that. So all those people out there whining and boohooing about the offense and not putting up 40 points, like, you know what I'm saying, like we once did, guess what? Who cares? Who cares? I care about winning. You know what I'm saying? That's all I care about. So it is what it is. Pammy says, TJ, I seen Drew (laughs) in a Lowe's commercial. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, when we get Michael Thomas back and Traquan Smith should get better. Exactly. Tyler says, TJ, our defense is so for real. It's a long season. I'm not out of Winston yet, but putting the game in Taysom Hill's hands at the end of the game is cracks in the armor for the relationship of the coach and the quarterback. I disagree with that, Tyler. I disagree with it. That's a good point. I understand how you may feel about that, but this isn't something that we haven't seen before, Tyler. We have to we have to put this thing into context, okay? We can't read try to, you know what I'm saying, read between the lines here. Let's not try to make this something that is actually not. We seen the elite Drew Brees in a game versus the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday Night Football last season when the Saints were driving to take a lead to try to take the lead in order for them to beat the Chargers, we've seen Drew Brees go to the sidelines for Taysom Hill to run two plays up the gut and for him to score the touchdown to, to put the Saints ahead, okay? So if Sean Payton is going to do that to his all-time passing leading quarterback, the greatest Saint of all time, then what makes Jameis Winston so different, okay? Go sit your tail on the sidelines and let Taysom do what he does best. OK, let him be able to run between the tackles, utilize the RPO and try to lob the defense to sleep where he can possibly throw a pass like he almost did today. But it was just a really good pass. I mean, a really good, uh, you know, it, uh, breakdown of the play by McCourty, because if McCourty didn't go out there and and, and fall back, then Alan Trotman would have had an easy go ahead touchdown. But if he's going to do that to Drew Brees, what made James Winston any different? That's all I'm saying. I think it's smart. I think it's a weapon that you can have. And also having Taysom Hill out there, you know what I'm saying, running that RPO, it actually adds the extra blood for that power run to be successful. I don't have a problem with that. I think that 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 is what Taysom Hill does best. Taysom Hill is good in that Swiss Army knife role, and it's beneficial because you don't know how to scheme against him. And if you try to scheme against him with the RPO, he ha- he has the he has a he has the skills to throw the ball down the field. So, you know, I think that is a good weapon to have. But I don't I, I'm not buying that whole oh you know what I'm saying it, it speaks volume because it don't. I've seen this on several occasions. Not even the Chargers game. I've seen it in other situations. Even with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game when they were on Sunday Night Football. I seen Drew Brees uh you know what I'm saying go to the sidelines and let Taysom Hill uh run a play even when that game wasn't even decided just yet so if he's going to do that for drew why not do it for james you know what i'm saying james ain't established you know not as a saint quarterback yet uh i like what we got and how we played i think we need more from the tight end room oh absolutely i mean since week one these boys been asleep and i feel i i think that it's absolutely ridiculous and sad that juan johnson has moved to the tight end position you would think that he would be winning more matchups because he is a wide receiver who now transitioned to tight end because you have experience as a wide receiver guess what you know how to run the route tree which means that you should be able to get the advantage over those linebackers which I have not seen enough out of Jawan Johnson and Adam Troutman I don't know what the heck going on with him I don't know if it's just the fact that now you're the number one guy maybe it's a lot of pressure on you maybe it's a lot of you know what i'm saying like a lot of people expecting you to perform and do certain things and maybe you're in a whirlwind because now this is your first official year as a starter maybe you know what i'm saying you're going through the growing path the sophomore slump i don't know what's going on but adam Troutman, when he was at davidson he was an extremely ta- or dayton excuse me when he was at dayton he was an extremely talented pass catching tight end when i seen adam Troutman get drafted by the saints i was like okay they got themselves You know what I'm saying? Somebody, if they decide to get rid of Jared Cook one day, a guy that can catch the ball. Only thing he had to do was work on his blocking. He improved as a blocker. So I'm like, man, maybe this dude is going to go out here and ball out. But I have not seen anything. And I just think that the Saints, the reason why a lot of people are complaining about the offense and it being so vanilla and, and not being able to move the football is because these tight ends aren't winning their matchups, which is alarming to me. Especially when it comes to a guy like Jawan Johnson, who, in my opinion, should be a matchup nightmare at the tight end position. We should be seeing plays and, and catches like we seen when Jimmy Graham was here because I think that he's a more talented route runner than even Jimmy Graham was. The only difference between he and Jimmy Graham was Jimmy Graham was taller, but Jimmy Graham was winning his matchups. Jawan Johnson, who shouldn't understand the route tree, a guy who should be able to win those 50 50 balls and also be able to get a a step on those linebackers is not getting it so that to me is very very alarming and if the Saints are going to be a potent offense when you start to get guys healthy the tight ends have got to be able to make plays especially in a red zone especially in a red zone because if that don't happen then it it really will be a problem Uh, tight ends got to step up make the game easier for Jameis Jameis does better when when tight ends are involved. Even when he was in Tampa, when they had tight ends like Cameron Bray, OJ Howard, when those guys were starting to get involved, you know what I'm saying? When Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, you know what I'm saying, were getting matched up, he was easy, he was able to throw it to Cameron Bray. Cameron Bray was able to move the chains. I, I don't see any of that stuff going on in New Orleans. So, yeah, with that, I have to say that it is very, very troubling. So, they're going to have to fix that, man. That's something they definitely going to have to fix. Uh, i knew id was going to show up today i had uh the pick of my jersey selection i went uh davis today uh that uh that isn't the old patriots bill has to prove he can do it uh, i knew we were uh going to be on mac a uh, good win yeah you know what i'm saying like the patriots a lot of the things that they normally do in games they 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 didn't do you know what i'm saying like a lot of those penalties like how many times have you seen the Patriots just make so many mistakes, drop passes, false starts at home, uh, just, just all type of crazy things that get yourself beat? And not to mention those turnovers. Those turnovers in the game were crucial to those guys. Okay, it was crucial. And and, and kudos to the New Orleans Saints because one thing that uh, you know that bothered me was at the end of the game when I seen Mac Jones go to the sideline sulking. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. As a as a as an athlete, uh, you know what I'm saying, as a as a member of a team, a quarterback is supposed to be the leader. Right? But when players start to see you soak on the sidelines putting your head down and all that kind of stuff there, you know, that kind of stuff radiates off of you onto the whole entire team. Now, I completely understand it was a rough day at the office. One touchdown, three interceptions, I get it. It was a rough day. It was tough. But at the same time, man, you have to have this level of confidence like we're going to get them next time. But sitting on the sidelines and putting your head down in a head coach I mean, one of the uh, assistant coaches coming over there trying to put his arm around you and baby you, that, that ain't going to happen, bro. This ain't Alabama no more. You know what I'm saying? This ain't Alabama where things can come really easy and your receivers are having 20 yards of separation. Your running backs got wide lanes to run through. They can pick the hole to run through for 20 or 30 yards, take your pick. It's not like that. And a lot of people are looking at you, especially you're lucky that you're not the man after the man. Okay. You're the man after Cam Newton, who left a lot to be desired. But still, there's a winning culture in New England. And when people see you soaking on the sidelines, especially in that East Coast market, the media is going to eat you alive. So that's the one thing that did bother me about Mac Jones. I think that he might want to keep that stuff inside. I understand that it was a rough day once again at the office, but your teammates got to believe in you, man. And when you're putting your head down and soaking on the sidelines, nah, that ain't it, bro. Uh, Let me see. Tampa time, uh, they uh, can have a powerful offense, but on defense, besides the secondary sucks, uh, when the offense get healthy, just stand by the who that nation will be uh, as hell. Well, let me tell you something, man. Uh, Yes, I definitely agree with you, Mike. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary is trash, okay? I, I don't care what anybody says. They're absolutely trash. They they look they look like they don't have any type of communication. They don't have no confidence within themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of, oh, I thought you had them, or I thought you had them. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they had a couple plays. It was two plays. Deshaun Jackson was wide freaking open. And if it wasn't for Vita Veda hitting Matthew Stafford's arm, then – You know what I'm saying? Deshaun Jackson probably would have had two bomb touchdowns. The second touchdown, you know what I'm saying? The first touchdown he had, I mean, he was wide freaking open. Carlton Davis, I don't know if he thought he had safety help on on the backside, but he just ran free. I mean, he was wide open. Guys were wide open. Cooper Cup was eating out there. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun Jackson was eating out there. Deshaun was looking like he was playing for the Eagles back in the day. You know, it, it was embarrassing, man. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? This was one of the first games they played when they, you know what I'm saying, they wasn't at home and had that home cooking. This was the first game they they played, and they had crowd noise that they had to deal with. But there's a lot of chinks in the armor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And offensively, they can, they can match firepower with anybody. But that defense is susceptible to getting beat, for the exception of up front and maybe the linebackers. But that backside, man, they, those guys, uh, man – look those shot put plays you can throw the ball downfield you can you can expose the tampa bay buccaneers so they're gonna have to fix that man if they're gonna be competitive in the end because a lot of people gonna be taking the the opportunities uh some comments thank you very much for the five dollars says we must be fast because tj show ain't keeping up with us just kidding tj uh who farts to you and the sots family yeah some comments thank you very much for the five dollars um yeah um usually when i have opening dialogue i probably start with you know what i'm saying the comments after what i said you know i mean i'm just being honest with you you know because i won't go all the way back to the beginning with people like hey what's up i can't wait for the show good intro and we about 15 minutes into the show i mean that you know we got to keep we got to keep this thing moving no disrespect to anybody but that's just the way that it's gonna go for us to keep up with the theme all right so i appreciate everybody commenting if you don't see me a comment of uh, being rich you can scroll back up to your comment copy and paste and i'll read it uh it's a whole new offense tj our fan base is going to have to uh get used uh to it a uh, bottom line keep it vanilla until our hard hitters get back look i don't care how vanilla it is you can be vanilla ice cream it can be vanilla ice i guess not uh you know what as long as the saints are winning football games you know i, I have a problem with people who fall into this whole trap about you putting up points. Like I can care less about putting up a whole bunch of points. It's not about style points. It's not about how you look. It's not about all that nonsensical stuff. Let, you know what I'm saying? Let the prognosticators in the mainstream media talk about how, how impressive it was for them to throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. Let them make make people believe that that's what the recipe is to be an effective quarterback. As for me, but effective quarterback is somebody that doesn't get their team beat, who knows to make the right decision at the right time and trust his teammates in order for him uh, to be able to, you know what I'm saying, to surrender at times and allow his defense to step it up. I don't care about any of that stuff, who that Nation. I'm just being real with you. I don't care. As long as at the end of the game, the New Orleans Saints have more points than their opponent. I don't care about any of that stuff. It's just a bunch of spoiled saint fans. I'm, I'm just being real. It's a bunch of spoiled saint fans who are not used to seeing phone boot type games. That's what they're used to. I'm looking at people on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, or what have you. Oh man, I mean, we looking like Bobby Abel Saints, or we're looking like you know the Saints. You know what I'm saying? When Jim Hasler was here, and all that nonsensical stuff. There, look. It is what it is, man. People are entitled to their opinion, but I can care less as long as the New Orleans Saints have more points than their opponent. That's all I care about. That is what it takes for you to be in the playoffs. That's what it takes for you to stay in the playoffs. That's what it takes for you to go to the Super Bowl, okay? Having more points than your opponent. I don't care about 40 and 50 and 60-yard bombs. Do they look good? Absolutely. Did that pass from Jameis Winston to Deontay Harris look spectacular? Yes, but did it give us six points or did it give us 12 points? I mean, I'm just confused, okay? I don't know. Being an effective offense, sustaining drives, running the football, keeping that clock moving, being able to move the chains, kick field goals when necessary, in the red zone, have a higher percentage of touchdowns than not. And also in opportunities to allow your defense to make plays. That is the combination of team football. It's team football, folks. I, I don't care about, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could sit up here, complain about offensive issues and not going 30 a game, but I'm sorry. That, I mean, that's the least of my problems. Okay, that's, that's the least of the issues right there. Uh, Soulfinger says, thank you for speaking the truth. Things have changed, new day, new way of play. And this will give us more wins in time, period. I agree. Okay, I agree with that. I'd rather have a good defense. I'd rather have a good defense early, knowing that I have a good defense, having a struggling offense early, because we know we have a head coach who is arguably one of the best play callers in football. So you know that it's only a matter of time before things start gelling. Okay, but it's gonna be hard to jail if you're giving up, <laughs> giving up a uh, game after game. They're winning, so I'm happy with that. I love that. Patrick says, hit that like button. I agree. If you if you like uh the State of the Saints podcast and enjoy the show, go ahead and hit that like button. Pammy says, Green Bay ten, San Francisco nothing. That's not good for Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if he's playing or not. Or I don't know if they have him. You know, what I'm saying uh, alternating. You know, at quarterback uh, with Trey Lance. But uh, they're going to have to figure something out. Uh, nope, Cam will be back. Davenport has uh, proven that he can't stay healthy uh, a full season. Well, I tell you what, if Tano passing your play like that, if Tano passing your play like that, then I think the Saints going to be all right. He signed a three-year contract with the Saints. Do you think uh, that this is Cam Jordan last year if Davenport and Turner step up? No, I do not. Uh, I, I, look... It comes a time in every uh, football player's life, they, you know what I'm saying, there's a shelf life, and there's going to come a, a time where the, one th- the things that he probably was really good at, he probably fall back. But then when it comes to getting pressure on a quarterback, Cam Jordan was still getting pressure on a quarterback. Now, this is how we evaluate his fans. We got to be careful with this, okay? We don't look at the pressures. We don't look at the run stopping. We don't look at how they stop the run or set the edge. The only thing we start paying attention to with defensive ends is them getting home with sacks. There are times where a quarterback may rush a pass, and it's due to the fact that that player that we're complaining about, that person is getting pressure. If you look at Cam Jordan playing today, him getting pressure, him, uh, you know what I'm saying, getting tackles on Mac Jones when he tried to scramble for a first down, Well, he was heavily involved in a running game, and also it was a few times in which he got the hurry in order for Mac Jones to throw an completion. We have to be able to be careful at how we evaluate guys. Now, Cam Jordan, his best days, in my opinion, are behind him, but that does not mean that he can't be an effective defensive end. We're just used to seeing Cam Jordan take over games, get four and five sacks. Do I feel like that Cam Jordan exists? Yes, probably not as much as it once did, okay? But the guy is 31 years old, and, you know, as long as he's doing some of the things that I feel like, you know, like stopping a run, tackles for loss, getting pressures, and, you know what I'm saying, and getting home when need be, I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? I think that he is beneficial to the Saints. Is he beneficial to the Saints like, you know, this season like we normally would see him? Uh, You know what I'm saying, a late last season? Probably not you know what i'm saying probably not i will agree with that but for us to just sit up here like this man is slow and he can't play no more because he ain't putting the quarterbacks on the ground as much as he used to i just feel like that's not fair when it comes to stopping a run setting the edge no other defensive end on the saints team is better than cam jordan y'all can talk about the sacks y'all can talk about you know what i'm saying the guys getting home and all that kind of stuff there but when it comes to setting the edge tackle for loss and getting pressure nobody does it better than cam join on that defensive line Go, i mean take take your pick take your pick it it, it don't get no better than that so there's more you know i'm saying there's more things that you have to look at than just somebody just getting sacks and i think that's what you know that's just what people just look at right they don't look at the tackles for loss they don't look at the pressures they don't look at the hurries they don't look at you know i'm saying them you know i'm saying forcing a quarterback off his spot so he can you know what I'm saying? Being inaccurate with the pass, we don't pay attention to that stuff. But that stuff is beneficial. Okay, it's not all the time where a quarterback, you know, what I'm saying, stay in the pocket. All of a sudden, the ball hit the ground when you have a wide open uh, receiver. It's not just because that pad, that that quarterback is inaccurate. It's because that defensive end may have got him off his spot. We're not paying attention to it because, once again, we are trained as fans sometimes to feel like the defensive end, if he's not getting a bunch of sacks, then he is he is irrelevant. And that's not right. I mean, that's 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 just that there's more ways that you can be uh, you know, what I'm saying effective as a defensive end. So I'm not gonna say that the guy is just washed up or whatever. I see people talking about he washed. No, he's not. In my opinion, he's not washed. Sorry, some people might disagree with that, but I don't think that he's washed. I think that uh when it comes to setting the edge and, and doing some of the things that defensive ends do, there's no no one better than Cameron Joy. Uh TJ the hate for Winston is real. Look, they can hate Winston all they want to, but Winston is the quarterback. Deal with it. It is what it is. Okay? You can have uh Taysom Hill come in and in little spurts and you know what I'm saying and give a little spark and all that kind of stuff there, but it's going to have to take something that is catastrophic for Jameis Winston to get benched for Taysom Hill. So everybody that's out here critiquing, oh man, he looks shaky in the pocket or you know what I'm saying, I don't know about him or no, why well, he just don't run. You know what I'm saying? No flash to everybody. And not everybody feel like this, but some people do. Just because a guy's a black quarterback don't mean that he's gonna be Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, or any of those other guys like Michael Vick. Look, can J- Jameis Winston run out of the pocket? Yes. But Jameis Winston is a pocket passer. Okay. He is a pocket passer. And if you look at how he is in a pocket and how those guys will get in pressure, and the fact that he was able to maneuver in a pocket to even get plus yards so it won't even count as a sack you have to be able to have an appreciation for this dude once again people are comparing Jameis Winston to what we had in Drew Brees and that is totally unfair that is totally unfair and we end up having this tendency of escalating mistakes that he makes if it's if it's Taysom for all my Taysom lovers out there and I love Taysom if Taysom makes a mistake nobody really pays that much attention to it It, it, it's just a mistake but when james makes a mistake it's amplified it's it's the mistake it's the biggest mistake it's the the monumental mistake it's the need to get bench mistake it's the we need to go find another quarterback mistake that is what it is okay but you have a lot of people out here that are invested in this man's failure and i wonder to myself what kind of saint fan are you that you invest in this man's failure. I, I just don't understand that. If you're the starting quarterback of the Saints, rather Ian Book, rather James Jameis Winston, hell, Taysom Hill, I want you to be successful. I don't want you to fail so I, the guy that I, I want to be the quarterback can come in so I can feel right and get in the chats on social media and say stuff like, well, you know, I told y'all he can ball. I told you he can play. No, bro, I don't want that because nine times out of ten, when a guy starts to prove as a starter that he's no good it means the team is losing in order for Jameis Winston to get benched sit on the sideline that means that the Saints would have to start losing so who in the world would want that Jameis Winston is the quarterback and we should cheer for this dude to be successful do the dude make uh, mistakes at times absolutely Does he, you know what I'm saying, throw the ball in harm's way? Yes. Yes, he does. But that doesn't mean that he cannot be an effective quarterback. He was an effective quarterback today. And hell, we wanted him to throw the ball out of bounds or take a sack. So don't get mad that the dude decided to take a sack because nobody was open or he didn't want to fit it through a tight window. Because just last week, we had the cavalry come in. I'm talking about the Jameis Hater Club. Coming in, calling Bobby A. Bear and Kristen Garrett and this show and, you know what I'm saying, and Big Q and everybody else who has an open line. Oh, he ain't it. Oh, he ain't it. Well, he don't know how to take a sack. Oh, he don't know how to throw the ball away. So don't get mad when a dude doing what you saying do. I mean, my man. You know what I'm saying? My lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, you can't have it both ways you can't get mad at the man for not throwing a ball downfield and enforcing the issue when your biggest issue is enforcing the issue man somebody make that make sense to me somebody please make that make sense to me because it does not make sense to tj jones it does not make sense to me don't like we're getting everything that we wanted as safe fans don't like this this is the thing this is what's so confusing to me for years for years we wanted a good defense, a defense we can count on, cornerbacks that can cover, that can tackle, safeties that can tackle, and that can turn the ball over with ball hawks. We wanted linebackers that can cover and tackle. We wanted defensive ends to pressure the quarterback and also set the edge. And we got all that, and we still ain't happy. What we wanted on offense, or we wanted to run the ball, Sean need to run the ball, run the football. The Saints need to run the football 25, 30 times. Finally, you got what you wanted, but all of a sudden, oh man we we leaving points off we we ain't scoring enough, man, boy, 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 I tell you, you cannot please the masses, okay, When we go back and look at this stuff in the archive, we're gonna realize how ridiculous we sound that we're getting what we want. The only thing that is different is now that we don't have the signal caller that we can rely on and we have relied on for the last fifteen years to put the pieces in place and make it right and also cover up for the imperfections. That's it. that's, That's it. But we got everything that we wanted. We got everything that we asked for that the Saints were missing. And that is what's leading the pack right now. Sorry folks, but you got what you wanted. Took a while. It took a great quarterback to retire, but you got what you wanted congratulations tyra did a video saturday she said uh thanks uh y'all for the love and prayers and support yeah shouts out to tyra glad you was okay um you know i know you had the accident but i'm glad that you was you know you walked away unscathed that's a blessing that's a blessing troutman not getting no separation and he can't catch um well he definitely having an issue with the ball he definitely has a uh you know he definitely is uh suffering from the droppies i can tell you that right now Jameis Winston made the tight ends in Tampa. I don't know about that one. Cameron Brate still balling. Uh, OJ Howard, I mean, he's been dealing with injuries and stuff like that, but Cameron Braid has always been a good tight end. I mean, very underrated. I, I mean, I don't know what Tampa has given him. I don't know if they given him money under the table or something like that, but he definitely can... Jeremiah uh, says uh, Jameis Winston uh, doing a good job on the field with them players uh, are talking uh, their business on New England Patriots. Uh, defense secondary are looking good at the field. And Kenny Stills balling out for real, for real. As soon as uh, we're going to return to the Caesars Superdome in week four, take on trash New York uh, midgets. <laughs> if they do it again, uh, it's whole everything going to just be fine. Yeah, look. Look, I don't underestimate any team. You know what I'm saying? Any team can beat any team on any given Sunday. And even though the Giants are 0-3, that doesn't mean you have to underestimate them. Uh, as far as um Kenny Steele's balling out, I mean, he caught a pass. I don't want I I to call that balling out. But still, you know what I'm saying? For him to be able to catch a pass longer than three yards, you know what I'm saying, was a plus. And, that, and for that that 17-yard catch he had, man, that probably was the, you know what I'm saying, probably the most yards to the wide receivers had last week, you know what I'm saying? Probably combined, but you know, it's good to have Kenny stills back. He still can run down the field. And you know, so I think that he's going to be beneficial to the Saints when Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith comes back. No doubt about that. Tyra says, My only issue with Winston is he holds the ball for too long, and he did have a few throws that could have been intercepted, including a touchdown to Callaway. He has to learn how to take the sack and not risk negative plays. Oh, and oh, yeah, bye bye to that kicker. He cost us six extra points. Yeah, Tyra, look, it was bad. It was horrible. Uh, Rojas, as I call him, adios. You know what I'm saying? Because it's time for him to say adios, peace out. <laughs> we don't need you. Hopefully, Will Lutz can come back and, uh, you know, fix the issue. As uh, far as Jameis Winston, yeah, that was a terrible pass, okay? He tried to throw the ball out of bounds. and uh, But, look, you have to go ahead and eat that sack. Lucky Marquez Calloway uh, saved him made a play, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> turn chicken, you know what, into chicken salad. So that was a plus. But uh yeah, uh, he definitely makes some mistakes. He but the thing about it is as far as him holding on to the ball too long, um it's because guys not open. <laughs> you know what am Like, you know, maybe he's trying to wait for guys to break off. Like I think a lot of people need to understand this. A lot of times when you have a quarterback And the offensive line isn't really that good. Let me let me go back to a couple years ago with Big Ben Rottlesburg. Okay, when Big Ben was actually Big Ben, I don't know who he is now. You know what I'm saying? He's gentle Ben now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he is. But back in the days when they didn't have a real good offensive line, he used to like run around in the pocket in order for wide receivers to break off their routes. A lot of the passes of Pittsburgh still receivers with broken routes. And I feel like that's what Jameis is probably trying to do because maybe those routes that those receivers are running you know what i'm saying the, the corner is right there so maybe they're trying he's trying to wait for them to break off that route so he can throw a pass that because those guys are not getting any type of separation and maybe you know what i'm saying the only way they can get separation is for them to take it back to Brandy friends park a Ponce train park you know what I'm <laughs> when we just playing park ball or we just on our local street corner by the street lights throwing a football down the street Maybe that's what he's trying to make them do because obviously these guys can't get separation. So that's probably why he's holding on to the ball too long. And it's also making the offensive line look as look more slow. You know what I'm saying? Because this offensive line is not bad. But the thing about it is the difference is the, the, the clock inside of Drew Brees' head made those guys better. And also a lot of times where Drew was was supposed to get sacked, he'll throw the ball at the feet of Alvin Kamara – or a close tight uh close tight end or a close receiver. And a lot of times where that was supposed to be a sack, it was not. Jameis hasn't mastered that art just yet. Okay. It takes time. You know what I'm saying? And it takes uh, 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 ability to want to do this. Okay, so I feel like that's the difference. So that it's a little bit of us being spoiled, you know what I'm saying? That's some of the things that Drew Brees did because you know, I can think of on several occasions Drew Brees throw the ball at a feet you know what I'm saying of a of a running back when he had pressure in his face and you know what I'm saying he's falling down throwing the ball at at a uh, running back's feet and because he did that it, it don't look like a sack it just looked like a pressure so and you're not losing yards kim says uh chad carney uh <laughs> how do you know in week 3 uh we are going to need a new quarterback yeah man i look that that ain't it man we 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 can't roll like that folks okay we got to give this thing some time you can't just get off the turnip truck and they all of a sudden be throwing 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns, especially in a very complex offense like the New Orleans Saints. It takes years to master this, okay? Shouts out to my guy, Brandon, Brandon Thompson, New Orleanian, uh, New Orleans Saints slash Giants fan. Don't know how that happened, but that's still my guy. Uh, but <laughs> he, he he had an interesting point, man. He said, go back to 2006 and look at Drew Brees' first three games. And, um you know, there, there were a lot of... uh. Similarities there, so a lot of times we fall victim to the finished product, and we don't look at what made, you know, I'm saying, like what made that book happen. We we're not looking at the introduction. We're not, you know, I'm saying, we're not skimming, you know, I'm saying, we're not skimming through the pages. We just remember the end of the book, okay? But it took a while for Drew Brees to be the Drew Brees that we love. It took a lot a while for Drew Brees to become that well respected quarterback that he is today. And I'm not saying that Jameis Winston will end up being on the level of Drew Brees. But what I'm saying is it's going to take him some time in order for him to master what Sean Payton wants and master that playbook and develop the chemistry that the Saints have. It's going to take some time. So um, people have to be patient and just be happy that we're getting these victories, man, and not, you know, having situations like we did last week. Uh, Hit the likes, 187 watching, only 45 likes. Well, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? If you like the if you like the podcast, you, you subscribe. We're about a hundred. I can't believe this. We're about a hundred subscribers away. Hundred subscribers away from seven thousand subscribers, man. That is unfreaking believable. I, I cannot believe that. And I thank each and every one of you that ever hit that subscription and that like button to make this show what it is. Uh let's see. Facts, the haters are going, uh are getting to, to his head, though. I can tell. Who, who are we talking about here? Who, who are we talking about? Who, who getting to the heads? Back. Let me let me know. Uh, I hope T. Stead is okay. Yeah, I I hope he's okay, too. He had an arm injury. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it's not too serious. Jawan Johnson gave up on that crossing route. It was like he stopped running. Uh, I was like, what in the world is this? You know, I just think that it... <laughs> I think a lot of these Saints receivers are going to have to change the way that they actually play the game. I, I'm just being serious. Like, I just, I just alluded to Big Ben Roethlisberger and those wide receivers breaking off routes. The Saints for years have been fundamentally sound because of Drew Brees. Drew Brees is so fundamentally sound. He's, he's you know what I'm saying? He's almost like, you know what I'm saying? I want you to run 10 yards and then make that left cut by the water cooler. And by the time you turn around and you're by the water cooler, the ball is right there. So there's a lot of timing and precision into this offense. The way that Jameis plays, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 a, it's an exciting way to play, it's dangerous. But it can't be exciting when it's effective because there's a lot of broken routes. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that these guys can't get separation, you know, that's the reason why. So, uh, probably the reason why Jawan Johnson stopped on that route because probably that time last year, you know what I'm saying? If he, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't where he needed to be, he knew he wasn't going to get the football. <laughs> but with Jameis, hey, Jameis is going to be like, hey, man, I think I could throw that pass right there. Keep running. You know, but I think that's probably going to be uh, some things they're going to have to learn. And it, and if it starts becoming effective, then I think that's probably one of the Saints' offenses is probably going to get a little bit more excited. Uh, I wish the Baltimore Ravens would play defense. I had four heart attacks yesterday. Uh, look, the Baltimore Ravens, I think they had, what, six uh, uh, defensive starters out due to COVID protocol. So, I mean, look, the fact that they actually held the Lions to 19, well, 17 points, uh, you know, 17 points in that game. It's just absolutely amazing, and it's a testament to that team and how well coached they are. And uh, <laughs> Justin Tucker, man, I, name for him. I call him the toe goat because he kicked that 66-yard field goal, which is unbelievable. So he definitely has the new nickname of the toe goat because he deserves it. My goodness, that was one hell of a field goal kick. I ain't thinking a million years I would see a 66-yard field goal, but it doesn't surprise me he's the first person to do it. Uh, Saints need to move on from a lot of players. Jameis, I don't see him here next year. Well, you can say that you can see the Saints moving on from a lot of players, but I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I just feel like anybody that's around here, uh, you know, talking this in week three, just never wanted him here in the first place, and just waiting for him to fail. I, I'm. It is what it is. I'm sorry. You know, there's no way in the world that you can come to this conclusion after three weeks in a 2 and one record, and a guy has eight touch, total touchdowns with two interceptions, seven passing touchdowns, two interceptions. There's no way in the world, OK? Maybe you'll want, I don't know, uh, maybe you'll, you know what I'm saying, want the Zach attack out there, you know what I'm saying, out there uh, in, um, in New York. Maybe you want that, right? You know what I'm saying? Throwing four interceptions is a game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe that's what we want here. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, it's going to take some time. We are so spoiled because we just automatically just think Drew Brees, like the narrative now after 15 years that Drew Brees fell off the turnip truck and just became one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. We don't look at 06, 07, 08. We look at the Super Bowl year, but we're not looking at how, you know what I'm saying? It took Drew Brees time in order for him to develop into the quarterback that he is and is um, revered as today. It takes time to do that. And I just feel like, I'm sorry. It is what it is. Get mad at me. But anybody that's judging this man after three weeks of football, you never wanted him here in the first place and you want him not to be successful because you don't want him here. Okay. Because you don't feel like he's going to win. You don't feel like the saints are going to be successful and you just don't like the guy. You, you cannot come up with this conclusion after three weeks of football. You, you can't, it's impossible. It's impossible for you to, Evaluate how good a quarterback is going to be after three weeks. No matter who it is, no matter who they're, who, no matter who the quarterback is, unless they're like fully established, like a Mahomes, like a Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying, like a Matt Stafford, yeah, like you are, you know what I'm saying, like you, you can't, you can't possibly, after three weeks of football, actually believe that you have the full book written on Jameis Winston as a Saints quarterback. You can't you can't night war Philly I'm like you TJ as long as they win I'm good uh with that and I think Jameis uh is going to get it together he really do have to get uh used to uh the Saints team man let me say this let me say this <sighs> Jameis Winston as long as he's not turning the ball over they sustaining drives I'm cool as long as they running the football and it's effective I'm cool okay? I don't need 40 points a game. I don't need 400 yards passing. I don't care. I don't care. You shouldn't care. I'm sorry. Now, the only reason why you should care about this, if the Saints are in a shootout, that's it. That's, that's it. That's the only time you should care, okay? If if points are needed and it, you get to the, the 20s and the 30s, that's the only time you should care. But the whole objective is for you to have more points than your opponent. And Two out of three games, the Saints have achieved that feat, okay? So I'm going to throw it down a little bit. But uh, before I do, I want to thank the fine folks at Manscaped.com. Really do appreciate the fine folks at Manscaped.com. And if uh, you want to, uh, please uh, go to Manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints. You will save 20% off of your purchase, okay? They have a lot of male grooming products uh, that are available right now. I mean, I'm very satisfied with the product they have. I try the products. I'm not trying to tell you about anything that I don't try, I don't use. I guarantee you, you're going to be extremely excited and extremely satisfied with the product. So go to Manscape.com, And no matter if you're spending $100 or $10, you use the promo code, all one word, in lowercase letters, state of saints, you will save 20% off. And also thank you to the fine folks at draftkings.com from the P.A.S.K.A.N. Podcast Network. Look, if you want to, uh, you know, you're into DraftKings, you're into, like, making money, you're on on football, you go to uh, DraftKings.com, put down $10, use the promo code uh, TPPN, and uh, you'll get discounts, and also you'll put yourself in a running for a chance to win $500,000, okay? So, uh, and also there was a a competition, and I think it's coming back next week. If you put down $1, okay, you'll say they'll... Add another hundred fifty dollars. So you just go to DraftKings, put down a dollar, and you'll get hundred fifty dollar credit. Just as simple as that, man. So thank you to the fine folks at DraftKings. Use that promo code TPPN for those that you know use DraftKings, and thank you for them also being a sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. I'm gonna scroll down a little bit, folks. Once again, if you don't hear your comments, just go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Scroll up, copy, paste. You know what I'm saying? So we can keep it going. Okay. No disrespect to anybody, but we got to keep the thing going. All right. Uh 32 Vision says, I say bring Jimmy Graham back. If he matured and humbled himself, he definitely could help us. And he's low risk, high reward. Well, look, I like Jimmy Graham a lot. I read that article that I think Mike Triplett did. shouts out to Mike Triplett. Always do great work at ESPN. Uh, but look, I think that ship is sailed. I'm looking for guys to step up, I'm looking for guys to come through. And, and be beneficial you know what i'm saying guys young hungry that can play the position okay that, that's what i'm looking for right now jimmy Graham was about 34 35 years old god bless him did some great things in the league but i'm looking past that okay it's time for the saints to get some new blood in here and these guys to handle their business and if they can't then let's try to find ourselves another young tight end another guy that can come in that can be a pass catcher you know, I don't want to be looking and digging into the crates and bringing you know what I'm saying, and, and sweating to the oldies like Richard Simmons. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to bring back every old Saints player that, that is out there that we feel like we can muster up. You know what I'm saying? Some of these new guys. Let these guys come out here and step up. Let them handle their business, man. You know what I'm saying? Let them grow and develop into the system. You know what I'm saying? I like those guys. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see a Brandon Cooks come back. He's doing real good in Houston. I like seeing Kenny Stills come back. Look, I like nostalgia, right? You know what I'm saying? The, the, you know what I'm saying? The, the old, I mean, a new Ghostbusters movie, I checked it out. Scooby-Doo come out with something, I watch it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, You know, I like nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? I'm a wrestling fan. You know what I'm saying? Edge came back, wrestled. You know what I'm saying? I like that kind of stuff. Like seeing Goldberg and Brock Lesnar and John you know, Cena. I like nostalgia. But y'all, come on, man. Like, everything can't be a walking, and talking and nostalgia We got to have patience with these young players, and hopefully these guys uh, will allow the light to come on and they become successful. You know what I'm saying? We just got to be patient, man. It's it's a new regime. It's a new day. Yes, it is. OK, it's it's it's, it's going to take some time for these young guys to step up and be the players that we need them to be. You know, once again, can't come off the turnip truck and just automatically just be coming out there like you, Antonio Brown or Randy Moss or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, get these guys some time to develop. OK, I get it. We look at teams like Tampa, right? They won a the Super Bowl sour grapes right we we a little upset like man all this all this teams we didn't put together all this winning and they just get tom brady and they went like i get it i understand we want that right but it takes some time man it's just gonna take some time man it is it, this team is young and you know what i'm saying it's, it's it's a new signal caller i mean it's new to everybody it's new to sean payton you know it, it takes time for chemistry to develop so let's just be patient and not and let's also remember if we are talking you know what i'm saying if we can just look at tampa tampa just didn't automatically just start the season wrecking shop you know what i'm saying like it came after the bye week and that's when they start gelling and all that kind of stuff so let's just be patient if if it don't start and, and don't happen in week one two and three and you're not seeing what you're looking for give it some time i mean why are we so like why are we so impatient huh you know what I'm saying? Why are we, you know, what I'm saying, why we always got to put the ravioli in the microwave, okay? Why we got to just press thirty seconds and hope that it's hot, okay? I, I I like ravioli. You know what I'm saying? I like lasagna, but you know what I'm saying? I'd rather have lasagna out the oven that's gonna take about sixty minutes, uh, uh you know, what I'm saying, uh, an hour and a half to cook versus you know what I'm saying, Chef borati. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like so, sometimes it, it takes a, a, a moment, a little bit of time. To get that good recipe that you need man shout out to my mom, mama. mama send me some gumbo because uh, <laughs> it made me think about recipe uh let's see uh juice says uh your signal is lagging for some reason i apologize man um ever since i moved into this new office man i don't know man it's weird like it's, it's weird you know what i'm saying like in here i don't know if it's because the door is closed and the signal and it should be right there because right above me is actually that Wi-Fi uh, box. So I don't know why it's, it's lacking, man. I apologize for that. I apologize for that. Uh, Jimmy Graham uh, has rubber chest. <laughs> CD Crust says, oh my God, y'all. Uh, Jerry Lewis says, what great wide receiver did Jameis have in Tampa? You can only name one or two. Mike Evans led the NFL in drops Uh, the five years Jameis was in Tampa. Yeah. You know, but I mean both of those receivers were good. I don't wanna disrespect them like that. I don't wanna say like they was just they were just on that thing like they were just hot garbage or something. No, they was they was good. They was good, man. I ain't I ain't gonna I ain't gonna even try to play them boy like that. Like they they some good receivers out there. Live, laugh, love is laughing. Uh time on my side says TJ always have been good at reading comments. Uh let me see, always have been good at reading comments, so never an issue when he uh does miss an occasional comment man look like i said it's never personal and i get it man like it's never personal i i I, man i be seeing people man i ain't never gonna watch the show no more like come on man like come on like it's never personal and i get everybody you know what i'm saying once you know that they they comments read but man, like i said it's if you want your comments to be read and you see that i passed it up just copy and paste and we can stay on point not scooby-doo yeah man come on man now now, i ain't the only person that that enjoys scooby-doo as a kid huh i know i i know i ain't the only one mario uh got a new movie coming out yeah you know what i'm saying Shouts out to mario see i got i got my super mario shirt on right now i mean he's walking talking nostalgia right here right starting tight ends need to play better and catch the ball that's the understatement of the decade brent (laughs) yes they definitely do ever says yep who that?" rod says uh stop expecting winston to throw for three four hundred yards a game with all undrafted pass catches wait till mike t come back (laughs) right bravo (laughs) bravo thank you for somebody finally understanding who cares okay i just want the dub that's it i got people out there you know what i'm saying like that um talk about jackson state right okay i'm you know i went to jackson state that's my alma mater people talking about man jackson state they ain't putting up no points they ain't got no offense defense like i don't care they three and one who cares as long as you winning who cares that's all i'm saying like why we got to be putting up 400 yards why so we can talk to talk of the falcon fans and bucks fans who cares like you know who cares who cares and turn the tv off man turn it off stop listening to monday morning quarterback because man some of the, the my goodness man some of this, this 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 these comments man uh man it's going into your subconscious man like they tell you that type of stuff they, they tell you that's what makes quarterbacks great they tell you that's what makes quarterbacks effective you know what i'm saying that, that's what they tell you oh you need a quarterback in crunch time, throwing three, 400 yards. Look, bro, give me a defense that, look, you know the best thing about this game? I'm going to be real with y'all. You know the best thing about this game? was <laughs> the fact that I didn't feel worried as a fan, you know what I'm saying, all game long, okay? The Saints got the game under control, they sustained their lead and they kept it moving, okay? That is much better than having my heart medication sitting next to me on the armrest because I didn't know if the defense was going to be able to make a stop because the quarterback like Mac Jones had the ball legs. How many times have we seen the New Orleans Saints give up big plays late in games when it matters most on defense? Guess what? Those games are exciting, but at the same time, I'd rather have a game where I know the team is winning, they sustain the league, they look impressive while sustaining the lead. And I can come on a show like this, being comfortable, not being all erratic, not running around the house and frustrated and breaking stuff. OK, I don't break stuff, but I'm just I'm just putting myself in some of these other same fan shoes. Right. Don't that make you feel good? Make you feel good to know that the team got the win and they wasn't under any type of duress throughout the game. It was under control. Give me a game like that. Do I want excitement every now and then? Yeah, I'll take that. But I'd rather have a game that is well in hand and I'm comfortable and I'm chilling and I'm having a good time. And I, I, I my blood pressure ain't all up at an all-time high. So I, I would I would take a game like that any day. Tyra says we have a good defense. Uh, we have the potential opportunity to have another long-term quarterback once again. And we already have a great coach. Uh, what more do you want? I mean, come on. I bet y'all won't uh, won't be complaining if we make the playoffs and maybe the Super Bowl at some point, then folks will hop on a Jameis Winston train. I bet you didn't. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you they would, okay? Because a lot of people that's commenting about it ain't really putting, ain't really saying it with the chest. I know there's a lot of Jameis Winston commenters out there. I, I seen a dude commenting and and, and complaining about Jameis Winston in his in his uh his social media profile was a can of potted meat. I'm, I'm, I'm being real with y'all. I'm being dead serious. They are not putting their name on it. <laughs> they are not putting their name on it. Put your name on it. That's all I'm saying. Stop hiding in the dark. Stop closing up your phone and you know what I'm saying, or putting your hand in front of the camera and clicking it and having your profile as a black background. Stop putting uh, uh anime emojis on that thing. Stop it. Put your name on it, put your face like this. Okay, with your face on there, you know what I'm saying? Let that be known. Don't be trying to hide, okay? Don't try to hide behind pot of meat. I like pot of meat. I had pot of meat this morning, you know what I'm saying? I mean probably no, not this morning, but for lunch with some crackers. I love that. red crackers and some pot of meat. Yes, but as a profile? No, sir. No, sir. okay, that ain't happening. Put your name on it, okay? Don't hide behind that. Don't Don't have no ghost profile. And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? If he start winning, J-Dub, J-Boo, nah, bro, put your name on it. <laughs> the Saints wide receivers ain't it, period, point blank. Sean Payton knows this. This is not a group that you want getting 30, 40 targets a game. Uh, The strength is running backs and defense. That's what we are leaning on. That's, man, look, I don't care if the Saints go and they, they turn into the 2018, 2019 49ers give me three give me three running backs get Dwayne Washington off here I I don't care how they do it you know what I'm saying look run the football you know what I'm saying sustain drives wear down defenses and play good defense I'm good with that I'm good I'm good what happened to Kevin White lol did he drop his playbook lol just kidding but for real practice squad practice squad man practice squad Kenny Stills has an advantage because he, he's been in this, this offense before. So it didn't surprise me that he played as quick as Kevin White did. Can Kevin White play? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Depends on, like, who gets hurt or how well he is in practice, you know? Sean Payton, I'm pretty sure there's a reason why Sean Payton kept him on the team after he had one of the worst uh, performances that you can possibly have from a player that's trying to make the team. That showed you how much Sean Payton believes in this dude. Uh, these stars and coaches were missed last week, no doubt, man. For real, you ain't lying about that, Kimo. Uh, we had a top offense for years, and that uh, yielded us seven and nine seasons. Now we have a top defense, and we're winning games and making the playoffs. And Nico Lee is the reality. The Saints are winning games, and they're not even looking impressive. That—that's what people not understanding. They're not even—they're not even looking impressive as they can, and they still winning that's that's the impressive thing uh the black pearl a lot of vets uh, were on the books on when they won the super bowl yeah a lot of seasoned veterans a lot of guys you know what i'm saying a lot of a lot of uh phone calls were made by tom brady but i mean he's tom brady so guys are gonna come uh lead and drops because winston winston was laying balls on the ground i don't know how true that is or not i don't know i don't follow tampa bay like that so, I'm pretty sure it's Slim Dan. I don't know if you're a, a Tampa Bay fan or not, or you just follow the team because you know, but I really don't know. Uh, Tampa Bay got whooped. Yeah, they, they, they look horrible out there in secondary. I don't know what that was about. Uh, we don't need 5,000 yards, Jameis. We need 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Look, I don't even need 4,000 yards. Give me 3,500, 3,200. Just get man, just like just make the playoffs, okay. It may play off. <laughs> Some Saints fans are fickle and impatient. Spoiled. We, You know what I'm saying? We're all spoiled in certain ways. Not that ravioli in the microwave. Man, look, check this out, okay? We all have a bunch of cans of the Chef Bar ravioli, okay? If you don't, then stop being bougie, okay? When you know that you can get that 10 for 10 um, from the local grocery store, and you're probably hungry one day, and you can just pop that mug in the microwave, put it on a minute, put it out there, stir it up a little bit, and eat it. Tastes real good, right? But when you got some time, right, you can go to the stove, get all the fixings for that, that uh, lasagna, you know what I'm saying, that you're going to make. Okay, you can put the cheese on there, you know what I'm saying, going the cheese, uh, four cheeses, you know what I'm saying, get the sauce, and you just sit there, you know what I'm saying, you even turn the oven light on, because you can look inside there to see how it's bubbling because you. Are excited and anticipated how this is going to taste. And it's going to taste really good, and you're going to savor every bite because you took your time, and you put it on 375, the perfect temperature for a conventional oven, and you're going to savor every bite. That's what I'm talking about with the Saints offense, who that nation, that's all I'm saying. It's going to take some time, but when it gets together, when the cheeses go together, when you get the good sauce, when you get the ground meat man y'all know what i'm talking about man i know i ain't the only person that know how to make some lasagna up and hit some spaghetti when you cook that thing at 375 you pop it out the oven and you cool it for five to ten minutes and you put your spoon in that thing or your fork and you stir that thing around and eat it man it tastes good and it tastes good because you did that that's what the saints offense gonna be to me Oh man. Uh let's see. Let me stroll back up a little bit. I know I missed some uh I missed some of these uh donations here. I want to acknowledge those. Uh let me see. TJ Heart Medication. Thank you very much for the two dollars. Uh I stayed next to TJ because of them. <laughs> yeah, man. I know I ain't the only person, man. I know I ain't the only person with that. Uh let's see, Keen Arthur. I know Keen Arthur, let me see if I can stroll up. And uh, Keen Arthur. Keen Arthur, I know you donated five dollars. Keen Arthur, just go ahead and like in a, in a regular chat, just tell me what you said. Just tell me what you said. Man. I apologize, but I know you donated five dollars. So, Keen Arthur, if you can repeat uh, your comment so I can acknowledge that, you know what I'm saying, I, I would appreciate that. Uh, let me stroll back up a little bit, man. This, these comments are going by fast. I wish y'all can see what I see. Uh, some people hate him because he went to FSU instead of Alabama. Look, I don't even think it's that well i mean no no i take that back spec yeah there's probably some people that 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 uh hate him or dislike him because of that you got some people that dislike him because he played for tampa all those years you got people that dislike him because you know they feel like he's not the right quarterback because he turned the ball over and then you have people out there that don't like him because he because he's black and they still live by that whole, you know what I'm saying, mind frame, like black quarterbacks aren't good decision makers. So there's a, there's a variety of things. So I don't want to make, just make it seem like it's just a black-white thing. I think in some cases that it is, but people have their reservations about the guy, you know? But I also think that the media does a really good job, and they do a really good job at putting salt on this man's name. My goodness, okay? Uh, it, the, the double standard that I've seen today, between Mac Jones, Jameis Winston, is just downright absolutely pathetic. And those guys should be ashamed of themselves from the producers at Fox, from the guys that were calling the game. Because I seen the hellified double standard. Hellified. When Jameis Winston was under the rest and he'll try to throw a ball up and try to make a play, oh, he shouldn't have did that. See, that's how you put the ball in harm's way. It was one play where he was leaning back and he throws the ball. And that's the pass when Marcass Calloway catches it. Oh, that's how he gets in trouble. That's how he gets in trouble. Mac Jones did the same exact thing. He's trying to battle. He's a tough guy. He's a warrior out there. What's the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like one quarterback had three interceptions. One quarterback had no interceptions and two touchdowns. But see, every time Jameis throws the ball, into a tight window, it tries to fit into a tight window. or oh, It's the worst thing ever. Oh my goodness. See, that's what happens. That's why you turn the ball over. Oh my God, it was almost picked. But Mac Jones throws some passes that's almost picked and complete. What, you know what I'm saying? M- M- um, it was one play. Um, Marcus Williams, you know what I'm saying? Like ran in, you know what I'm saying? Tried to jump the ball, but he ended up making an attack, right? Wasn't a smart play. Mac Jones was under the rest. But he just threw the ball up, you know. What I'm saying, try to get it to John Johnu Smith, and you know, what I'm saying Marcus Williams about to jump the pass. But did they say, "Oh man, that's not a smart play"? No, they said, "Oh, he tried to make something happen." So, in my honest opinion, who that nation? There's this agenda that the media has about Jameis Winston, and some of us foolishly fall into that trap. Even when when the Saints game was over, Jameis Winston threw two touchdowns. First touchdown he threw alvin camaro was wide open but what pass do you think that they threw i mean they what pass do you think that they uh looked at as far as the highlights of course it was the pass when he was falling down he just threw the ball up in the air because they want to keep this narrative going oh he puts the ball in harm's way he's a gunslinger he's he's reckless with the football he wasn't reckless with the football when he found alvin camaro wide open behind dante hightower did he But, of course, they're not going to do that. They're going to show his imperfections. How many times last week, how many times last week did we see that play of him falling down and throwing the football into the air, into the hands of the Carolina Panthers secondary? And how many times did we see his passing touchdowns when he threw five of them against Green Bay? How many times did we see that one? We didn't see it much. They even downgraded. How in the hell can you downgrade a guy who throws five touchdowns? how how you do it how you do it how do you downgrade somebody that throws five touchdowns in a game and that's what i'm saying they'll tell you that it's not impressive because he didn't throw 300 yards behind it seriously knock it off man knock it off like the 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 narrative is there and they're gonna they're going to make people believe that this dude isn't good they're they're gonna do it They're, they're gonna do it and I have to say, man, the fact that this dude can still believe in himself after the media spin jobs that have been taking place by this dude is just absolutely remarkable in itself. Seriously, it's absolutely remarkable that this dude has the level of confidence in himself that he does. Because anybody else, with, you know what I'm saying, that gets the Nathan Peterman treatment, that just the poster boy for bad quarterbacks would just fall to the back of the line and shrivel up like a balled-up piece of paper. But the fact that this dude can look in the mirror and say, still, I'm a good quarterback and I got confidence in myself, is a testament to the, to, the, to the, you know what I'm saying, to who this dude is in itself. I, I, that's the that's the part about Jameis Winston I respect the hell out of. Because anybody else's confidence would be in a corner somewhere. And you'll be, you know what I'm saying, or in a closet with a bunch of clothes on top of it. and You're trying to look for it. The fact that that dude have confidence in himself is amazing. Why is Jameis not running with the ball like week one? Uh was that hit at week one where uh he dove and got hit in the shoulder, scared Peyton, uh not let Jameis run run. Well I just think that that's just not Jameis Lane. You know what I'm saying? Jameis is not a, like a running quarterback. He's not looking to run all the time. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, yes. If I'm a coach, I don't want to see my my starting quarterback dive head first and somebody hit his throwing shoulder. And then the next day, you know, then we don't have a quarterback. So, yes, I mean, he probably did have a conversation with him. TJ, my uh, super chat said, um, guys aren't getting open and people expect Jameis to not hold the ball. Also, what is your take on the Steelers? Uh, yeah, the Steelers, that ain't it. Big Ben, um, I think his best days are behind him. I don't think his whole heart is, is into the game like it once did. I don't know if somebody had a conversation with him and said, Big Ben, we need you. Come on back. Or it's just. You know, he, he just thought that you would give it one more go around. But I mean, TJ Watt is not there. There's some guys that's missing defensively, and you know, some of the guys that stepped up last season aren't aren't stepping up. And also you have to account for the fact that the AFC North has become more competitive. The teams that were the bottom feeders, like the, the Bengals and the and and the Browns, are some of the most competitive teams in, in the uh, division now. So you can't count on those wins. You know what I'm saying? Like you normally would in the AFC North. So now these guys gotta go out there and they gotta ball out. And if they don't, guess what? They're gonna be dead last in the division because we see Baltimore, their Warriors, coming back against Kansas City, coming back against the Lions. We see the uh the Bengals with Joe Burrow and you know what I'm saying, and 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 Jamar Chase out there balling out, and T. Higgins and crew. You know what I'm saying? We we see the Browns, uh, you know, we see the four, you know what I'm saying? The nine sacks that they had on Justin Fields today. So the way I look at it, my dude, you know, like they they're not the class of that uh division anymore, like it once was. It's not just a a tug of war between them and the Ravens anymore. Sub TJ, you res- uh you the respect will not be there uh till Jameis wins a playoff game. And honestly, I feel like it's uh gonna fuel us hew that who that. No, I think that the I think the respect comes from consistency at the quarterback position. I, I think that it's the same way when it was with Teddy. A lot of us, like, were confused about Teddy. Is Teddy a starting quarterback, which he's playing outstanding right now, and I'm happy for Teddy. I'm happy for Teddy to find some a place that, that is invested in him and that believe that he, they can win with him. So, shouts out to Teddy Bridgewater. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to him, 3-0 with the Denver Broncos. But I look at Jameis, it's going to take the same thing. It's going to take consistency at the quarterback position. Man, people want to believe that they can win with you you know what i'm saying like and justifiably so like i can understand why people feel the way that they do about him can you know what i'm saying ask when it comes to asking a question can the saints win with him now if you are just looking at what you know what i'm saying what he was and don't feel like he can change look that's between you and whatever but to not see it in a saint's uniform you gotta convince me okay You gotta give me, you gotta show me, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta St. Louis this thing. You gotta show me, okay? You gotta show me that you're a winner. You gotta show me you're a warrior. You gotta show me you that guy. If you don't, and if you have not, then of course I'm well within my right to question: can you lead this team? Yeah, absolutely right. Dill says, No respect for Jameis Winston, ticks me off, preach. You gotta listen to the buzzwords they say in the media. That's how uh, they mind control y'all. Yo. You know, I mean, it's just a, it's just a narrative. You know what I'm saying? Like the Like, how did this dude become come the poster boy for bad quarterback play? Like, I just don't understand it. And it's like they they amplify his imperfections, and they downgrade when he does well. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what they do. Like they when when he has a good game they just eh. but when he has a bad game i mean three four five segments like it's it's unbelievable like he had like three four five segments of talking about how bad this dude is but when they put like when that first week when he threw them five touchdowns and they start feeling stupid all of a sudden the spin doctors came out right and we're gonna bury that in the same right but week two all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he headlining every single show. I want to know where Jenna Wolf and them at now. I want to know where Nick Wright and them at now. I want to know where they're at right now, okay? That's what I want to know. Because they were so confident last week, but I bet you they ain't going to talk about that man this week because he ain't had no turnover. And a lot of the things they said that he couldn't do, he did in that game. I bet you they're they not going to say that now. Why? Because they are insecure. It's just as simple as that. A bunch of these, these guys are a bunch of insecure talking heads because they, they try to make you feel like they're the most important person in the room. Their opinion is the one that matters. They're always right. And and be I, I guarantee you, this is what they do. On the main site, on their main site, I ain't talking about the ones that people grab and, and they put on their own YouTube channel and their other pages. On their main sites, if they give a take, and a couple of weeks later, that take uh comes, you know what I'm saying, it becomes untrue. Watch how quick they delete those things. They don't even stand on their word. Because once again, it's a bunch of insecure individuals who want people to believe that they're right. And they hide behind their imperfections. And for people that do stuff like that, I cannot respect you. You can make as much money as you want to. You can drive in the cars and you can let that validate you and say, oh, at least I'm doing that. But you still ain't got no respect for me because I stood up here and did a prediction show today and said I, my favorite team was not going to win. You think I'm about to delete that prediction episode? Hell no. Why? Because I said what I said. I was wrong. Leave it where it's at. I, I'm glad to eat that crow. But that's how people work. And when people do that, it just shows you the insecurities that they possess. And, you know, I I can't respect you for that. I, I can't. I cannot respect anybody that is so insecure that they're willing to delete their comments when they're wrong. People that are willing to backtrack and not stand up when they make a hot take you know what i'm saying not to be able to justify why they said it or say the words i'm sorry i apologize or i was wrong right dumb they also give no uh respect to doug williams stay focused Jameis. we got you bro i, I think i think doug williams gets credit I, I can't say that doug williams is a legend well respected now i can't say that one i think doug williams uh definitely gets the respect he deserves all that matters is if we win enough games to make the playoffs, period, uh, then it's wide open for every team to get a shot at the big names. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to down a little bit. I'm going to read a few more comments. Then we're going to get up out of here. It's been a good show. Thank you all so much for for being here. Thank you for those that donated, those that subscribe to the channel that's brand new. Hopefully it won't be your last time here for those that are new checking out the podcast. Uh, And thank you to everybody that's out here supporting this show, man. Been supporting this since day one or day 701. Thank you. Uh, Well, Jameis only has two interceptions through three games. That's good. Seven touchdowns, two interceptions, eight total touchdowns, two turnovers. Sound good to me. Facts, TJ. I don't want to see Jameis scramble and throw on the run. He's lethal on the run. Uh, Yeah, I I think so, too. I think they need to do some more rollout specs. That's That's a good point nick Wright nose block his view of the games uh man look i just look i just think that these guys like that they, they they too real for themselves you know what i'm saying like they they're, they're too like they're too arrogant they're too pompous look somebody took somebody took a chance on you right somebody took a chance on you somebody said okay man i'm i to allow you to be on this network you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna you know but it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many other people out here with talent and abilities and skills that could easily take your place. And I just think that you got a lot of these guys out here, a lot of these, you know what I'm saying, ladies out here that are arrogant. They're fooling themselves. They forget about the people that actually make them who they are. That's why I have, I, I don't like the whole format of people when, you know what I'm saying, when they have these calling shows, how they have their producers turn down the sound so they can sound louder than a caller you know what i'm saying like they don't really take calls you know what i'm saying <laughs> like how are you a nationally syndicated show and don't take at least one of two phone calls how how is that you know what i'm saying how how, how do you do that how do you constantly like i tell you why i do i can tell you why because you know first off they screen calls right so if you ever call the radio station i'm pretty sure a lot of you have you you hit you get the front desk and they say where your name where are you from and you say well i'm such and such i'm calling from i don't know slide louisiana what you want to say so if they see you up here talking some sense they're probably not going to put you on well they'll probably you know what i'm saying keep you waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until you get frustrated enough to hang up the phone but somebody that's just talking some nonsense and they feel like the host of that show will be able to shut them down or make better talking points than them oh put them through put them through because it's going to gain that person's credibility i I guarantee you man like all those people that call these shows i know some they got like you ever just wonder how many times do you listen to like talk radio shows and you just see somebody or hear somebody rather making some real logical sense they really like going toe-to-toe with some facts some analytics that's that's able to combat what the host is saying because it's all an illusion ladies and gentlemen it's all an illusion it's an illusion to make that person seem as credible as possible the smartest person in the room and if they get a caller through that shuts them down guess what when that commercial break happens they cussing from sunup to sundown at every producer because it made them look bad I'm just being honest with y'all, man. This ain't nothing that I don't know. Your boy, you know what I'm saying? Your boy had to pay some dudes to get to the point where I'm at, you know what I'm saying, Monday through Friday talking on the air. You know what I'm saying? I have not been in interns in some of these places. So yeah. <laughs> like, it, that, that, there's a lot of insecurities uh from these these talking heads, man. i that, i that's that's I they have this show called The Dark Side of the Ring. That's the dark side of radio. That's the parts that they don't want y'all to know. Uh, Jerry says, uh, if you ain't rolling with James Winston, and <laughs> all it says, you're nothing. Once again, that's always that's, that's that's your catchphrase right there. Might want to make that a shirt, man. Uh call back to come uh coming to America about Big Ben being 175 years old. <laughs> Big Ben was 175 years old when he played. <laughs> he was 175 years old. <laughs> them jabronis don't know doug Williams was the first black uh, quarterback to ever win a super bowl and he was super bowl mvp gotta gotta say that too uh tj can you show what drew Brees said about our offense uh i'll make sure i I'll put that on the next show next next podcast i do i make sure i play that soundbite and uh finally uh john says see what our defense does when all our starters back make panthers look like uh, they were lucky yeah man i think that when those defensive players come back. And we get our players back, I think the Saints will be just fine. I'm just glad that they're winning. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. It's been a great show. Thank you all so much. Thank you for sticking with your boy. Uh, Before you go, I ask that you hit that like button. Let everybody know that you enjoyed the State of the Saints podcast. And also, uh, check out the State of the Saints podcast on social media, facebook.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Follow me on Twitter at TJAYJones8. And also, uh, YouTube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Thank you to Manscape. Oh, right there. Manscaped <laughs> uh, for being an official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Use the promo code State of Saints. Save 20% off. Thank you all so much. Uh, later on in a week, on Tuesday, we're going to have special guest Mike Dettiglia on the state of the saints podcast on tuesday morning and i'm um, also uh keep it locked to the state of the saints podcast uh most likely i'm gonna have another guest on the show i'll let you all know who that may be at the end by the end of the week uh, Till next time all i gotta say is who that